Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, I welcome back Sarah Parker for an update to talk about Candace's championship back in her hometown with the Chicago Sky. So let's get right into it and bring Sarah on the show. Welcome, Sarah, back to Courtside Moms. I am so happy, delighted to have you back to give us some updates since the last time you were here. And you know what? We got so much to talk about, so let's get to it. Sounds good. (laughs) We touched on this last time you joined us. So for our new listeners, why did Candice go back to Chicago from your eyes? Um, I just think that she felt it was a good opportunity. You know, she, um, it was the first time she had a chance to make that choice because every other time, you know, she was cord, so she couldn't. And, you know, she knows she's nearing the end of her career and family's important. Her dad and I could see her, her grandmother, her college coach, her friends, you know, the family that's in this area, as well as all of her high school um, followers and fans. And so it was just, Seemed like a good, a good fit, and she she was excited about it. I didn't really ask her, you know, what tri- what tipped the 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 choice to here and why. You know, I was just so happy that she did. I was like, I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> I don't blame you. You mean your baby's coming home? Why ask, right? For mom, that's just the right decision, right? Oh, uh, absolutely, and you know. Um, you have a son, but when you have da- your daughter, so you know, when your mom suggests something or tells you to do something, it's not likely what you want to do. You're going to like, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to do it. You know, so I wasn't going to dare say, you need to come to Chicago. <laughs> you make the right decision that's best for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it was obviously a good choice for her, but you know, as a player, she became an unrestricted free agent and Finally, she's at that point where she can actually make a decision as to where she would want to go. So I just love the fact that she chose to go back home. And like you said, now she's in front of friends. She's in front of family. She's in front of everybody that's so, so, so tight and important to her. I mean, why not, right? Right. (laughs) What was it like for you, though, Mom, to see Candace in a Sky jersey? You know, it came full circle. (laughs) Um, I worked for this guy when they first started, I think I told you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everyone kept asking, well, if, they'd have, if we'd have gotten the number one pick, she would have come here. I said, but I'm not sure it would have been the right time. I think this is the right time. They were a new team. They were hiring new coaches. They were trying to figure things out. And I think it would have, you know, been a little harder at that stage. Although, it, it, you know, who knows? But um, I, I was just really, really happy you know, to have her back at home. And um, I stayed in California with Layla until the middle of June until she got out of school. And so then Layla and I came back and we were really excited. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, it, it, again, it must have been a joy for you to finally have Candace around you. I guess you see her more often now. Hey, every game. Layla, there you go. There you go. Every and not everybody, game. Not everybody gets 
those blessings to see their kids, you know what I mean, all the time, especially when they have jobs like our kids where they're traveling, they're traveling the world and they're they're all over the place. I mean, when she went um, overseas, did you get to see her at all? Did you get the opportunity to travel when she went to Russia? I think she went to China and Turkey as well. Well, I went with her to Russia. I was in Russia with her for six years. Oh. And so initially we would go in January and come home in May. But after the second year, um, we went in October, October 1st and came home in May. Now we would get to come home for Christmas. But other than that, we were there. And when Layla was a baby, um, you know, Candace, I kept telling her, you got to give her a bottle too. You just can't nurse or she's not going to take a bottle. Well, we got over season. She wouldn't take a bottle. So I, Layla and I traveled to every single game with her for that first year. Wow. I love the fact that Layla's so young and she's so world traveled. She, she really is. And uh, I think I mentioned before, she adjusts to change. She adapts to change. Yeah. You know, she's places. Um, it's unbelievable. I brought her back home here with me and I took her to church and I signed her up for the preschool. She was four. And she didn't know anybody in there. And the teacher said, is she going to be okay? I said, well, you all speak English. Most of the places we go, she doesn't even know what they're saying. And she does just <laughs> fine. So I think you'll, I, you know, and I came back and she had made friends and she was happy and she's just comfortable in her skin. Yeah. You know what? Kids are more resilient than we give them credit for, right? Here you oh, have yeah. this little girl who she's lived the basketball life from birth. Yeah. So she really her. has. She's, she's very well traveled. She's had two passports filled up and had to get new ones. And, you know, um, I, I was with her in Turkey and in China, you know, we went there on our trips. We went to Italy and we went to Spain. We went to, you know, Hungary. We went to many, many countries and, and I'm a picture taker. So it's well-documented. So um, I'm in the process of trying to put all that together. Good for you. I would love to see that outcome of all that. You never well, that's know. why I'm, I'm sitting here in my craft room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck to whatever project that you put together. I can't wait to to see it. Well, thank you. So going back to Candace and her return um, to Chicago, it was a highly anticipated return. And with Candace coming back from injury, what was that delay like? You know, it was it was unbelievable. They went to went to Washington and played their first game and they all played well and they had a good good time. And then they went to Atlanta and in pregame warmups, you know, she was going through moves and drills and stuff and rolled that ankle ridiculous, you know, and I'm wondering why she's not playing, you know, and, and then, you know, she texts me, I rolled my ankle mom and I really rolled it. I said, Oh no. And that was hard. You know, that was really hard. She worked really really hard and she's now 35 she's not 20 so yeah she understands I don't mean that it's that she heals any different she understands now okay I need to take the time or I'm going to yeah. be doing this all year yeah yeah and, over um, she, and over again and she was able to go back to LA to the people that know her body and that she trusts and 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 get work done and work you know work on it as far as rehab and and uh, some of the physical therapy. And she had an acupuncturist here, rehab here that were really good too, but there are a couple of people that really know her body and and it worked out really well for her. She you was know, so hard though. Yeah. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand what it's like for an athlete when it comes to their 
body. Their body really is their temple. And my son too, with him, he's very particular with doctors that he interacts with because, you know what I mean? Like when you're a player, you're going from state to state, from city to city, you change countries. And should something happen, you know, you really want to stick with that doctor who has been with you from the beginning. So I can appreciate what you're saying with Candace, where she's like, listen, I I, want to stick with the people who know me because they're the ones who can help me heal. And they understand what I'm going through more. They know how her body responds. You know, um, Candace isn't really a sweller. You know, she doesn't really swell. And so the average person say, well, you're not swollen. You're good. Well, she when she was in fifth grade, she stepped in a hole and broke her ankle playing soccer and played four games with it broken. You know, and she didn't swell. (laughs) <laughs> but she was in a cast for eight weeks. So yeah. the doctors there kind of understand this one did swell. Well, it was black and blue and orange. And it was, ooh. <laughs> and then she did it again. A couple, I don't know, maybe four or five games later, but she was only out, I think, two games that time. She took her time and, right. and let it heal. And yeah. then she was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes a while to come back from injuries at times. So it's just best of the players you know, to be take, let, let nature take its course and get healed as quickly as possible. Because at the end of the day, this is your livelihood. And at the same time, you're going to need your ankle or your knees or whatever you injure after basketball. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, she's had, you know, she's had seven knee surgeries. She's had shoulder surgery. She's had, you know, sprained ankles. And, you know, so all of that, she understands what her veterans were telling her when she was a rookie now. And she tries to impart that onto the current, you know, young players. And they're looking at her like she looked at them, you know, yeah. she's like, no, no, really, seriously, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. She's like, listen to me. This is experience here. Talking. <laughs> so were you able to get to Candace's Chicago Sky debut? And if so, tell me what that was like for you. Well, we were able to get here late, you know, um, I came in and, and we were, and she wasn't playing because mm. her first home game, she was hurt, yeah. you know? And so, um, when she actually did play her first game, we weren't here, we were in LA, but what, yeah. what we did, um, actually even for her first game period against the mystics, when they played, I got up early because it's real early out there. The one o'clock game is like 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So I got up and made a big brunch. And so the people that are closest to her came over and we all sat down and watched and and cheered and took pictures and sent to her. And, um, you know, it was it was really special. And then when we finally got back here and were able to to get to the games, it, it was really special, you know, early on. Um, it was still the social distancing. They didn't have the fans in, but not not too long after that, then the, the stadium was full. Yeah, that's true. It's The games are starting to get back to normal now where you can actually sit there and actually really experience now the games that you're so used to and that we've missed for over, what, a year, year and a half? For so sure. Thank gosh it's starting to get back to where it used to be. The sky did an amazing job, though. Um, and trying to keep everyone safe. You could not come in without a COVID vaccination card. Yeah. So it's your choice. If you don't want to be vaccinated, that's fine, but you cannot come to the game. Yeah. And you had to show the game, you show the, your vaccination card every single time. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so that, and everyone had to be with a mask and the 
ushers would come down and tap you if you took your mask down. If you were eating popcorn, some people would like to eat it one kernel at a time, but they were like, no, you put your mask up, you know. And so they were, they did their best to try to, you know, and they cleared the stadium afterwards. <laughs> Candace texted me, she said, mom, where are you? Where are you and Layla? I said, we're on our way to the car. And she said, well, what are you doing? I said, it's not like it used to be. They clear the stadium. We have to go. That was our first game back. Mm-hmm. I said, we have to leave. And she said, no, no, no. I'll send someone to get you. You can't leave. I said, okay. <laughs> Cause it's just different. They clear the stadium immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My son plays for the Toronto Raptors and in Canada, it's the same thing. You show that vaccination at the door, you show your proof as soon as you get there. And mm-hmm. like you said, you have to have your masks on and they really, you know what I mean? And they're watching as they should, right? They're walking up and down, like you said, the rows, and they're making sure. And they're, as soon as they see someone without a mask on, let me tell you, you better have a hot dog in your hand or they're coming after you. You, you know better be I mean? taking them. You should be chewing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his first game, I had to laugh because it was the Raptors' regular, um, their opening game for regular season and it was the first time I believe in like 19 months and it was just awesome being there and you know mm. what I mean the fans were cheering and we were so happy at the end of the game we're sitting in there and they're like excuse me you have to go <laughs> and we're not used, yeah and we're not used to that we're waiting we're, we're used to being able to wait or right, the right. Family you're like room. this is my you know this is my fa- out yeah. <laughs> yeah we were kicked out they were like yeah we don't yeah. care whose mom or sister brother daughter or son you are you have to wait for him outside and they really put us outside like we were standing outside looking at the door like really and we were kicked out it was funny but <laughs> but, but you not. appreciate it i guess oh yeah you know? oh yeah 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 we were fine and as, long as, and as long as they were respectful in the way in which yeah. they you know you'd have someone that was you know just i don't think they really wanted to be there now like, you have to go you have to leave and i said well, i don't mind but could you at least speak to me in a nice tone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I'll give them that. They were very kind and they were explaining. Mm-hmm. And we understood why. We just didn't think, you know what I mean, about it at the second that we got kicked out. We're like, really? And he says, well, because COVID protocols, we have to clear the arena immediately after the game, which made perfect sense to us. We just Absolutely. didn't plan for it. So instead of waiting 45 minutes inside, we had to wait 45 minutes outside. <laughs> so from that game on, 45 I was like, minutes. 45 you minutes. All. Your son is quick. We're two hours with Candace. Oh for gosh. two hours i will never complain i will never complain two again hours. <laughs> we went across the street had a meal had a drink had dessert and then she's coming <laughs> wow yeah yeah. Was, yeah 45 minutes to an hour because sometimes I'm like, what are you doing i'm taking an ice bath ice bath <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah yeah oh no that and and be glad that he does because some don't and they should it yeah. really helps their body you know, Candace gets in the ice bath with my hip when I was there last uh, last summer, and it was you know the. She said, "Just just get it was just get in the pool. The pool water was really cold." She said, "Just get in the pool. It'd be good for your hip." I said, "I can't. I don't know how you guys get in those ice baths, but okay. I can't do it. My toes are turning purple. I can't do it." Yeah, I cringe. I'm like, listen, I don't want to be a part of this. Just call me when you're done. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so no. Candace is known for being a great leader. How did she impact the sky from the jump? I think that um, they they asked me, they said, well, you know, she's here and she's just such a great leader. I said, well, in that situation, you have to have people that want to be led, that are open and that trust you. And and consequently, they she, she wasn't the only one doing the leading. There were other others that were helping her. 
and she trusted them. And so it was a great, you know, a great relationship. When you look at them, you know, when they were speaking with each other, they're making eye contact and they're nodding their heads and they're, they're locked in Yeah. and they really trusted, you know, trusted one another. And she, she really loved the team. She said, you know, mom, I think we're going to be pretty good. And I think we can, we can win some games. She said, but you know what, if we don't, I love this team. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to find as a, as a player, that comfort zone and work with it. And once the team gels together, once the players gel together, there's so much that can happen. Sometimes it just takes a little bit more time. I mean, they had a tough uh, start to the season and were one of the lowest seeding heading into the playoffs. Many people counted them out. But what were your thoughts heading into the playoffs? Um, they were the sixth ranked team because they lost seven in a row. Then they won seven in a row. They had injuries. It wasn't just Candace that was out. Stephanie Dawson was at the three on three for the Olympics. Um, a stew was overplaying for her team. You know, Allie Quigley had a hamstring that was bothering her. You know, there were a number of injuries early on and didn't get their full team back. till probably after the Olympic break. Yeah. So I felt like they had all the pieces. They were pretty good in any situation. I don't care how good you are. It takes a little luck. You know, everybody has to stay healthy. You know, that shot has to fall now and then you have to grab that rebound here and there, but they, they believed and they worked hard and they fought every game. Even the ones they lost, they fought till the last, you know, last tick on the clock. Amen. um, So at what point during the season did you think that this team could possibly win it all? I didn't even, I mean, I always think that, so you can't use me. I, I, you know, my thing is if you're going to start a season and think you don't have a chance to win, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I always felt like they had the opportunity. And I think in the, in the WNBA with the way the teams are now, they're pretty much most teams have, have a shot, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, how they play and getting along. And, you know, um, they certainly had a tough route. You know, they had to go play at, you know, they had to, they played Dallas at home and then they had to go to Minnesota and play. Mm-hmm. And from Minnesota, they went directly to Connecticut. Yes. And they had to play, you know, they had to play, you know, in, uh, in, in Connecticut and play, you know, there and then come back here and play, you know, and then they had to go to Phoenix, you know, and, and play, you know, um, they had to play there. and. Um, I was just really happy. You know, they bought in, they worked hard, they kept fighting and they have some good pieces. I mean, <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot is an amazing point guard. Yeah. You know, um, Allie Quigley, as Candace calls her, she's the shooter. <laughs> you know, the they call the WNBA, uh, Candace calls the WNBA three-point contest during All-Star, the Allie Quigley Invitational. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> She's won it three years straight. Yeah. And she said, I'm not doing it next year. And she said, Kansas like, you have to. She said, no, I don't. <laughs> She's already proven but, herself, right? But she, no, knowing Allie, she <laughs> probably will. But I'm just saying, you know, they, yeah. they had fun. You know, Kalia Copper is, is the young player that, you know, Candace really, really had a great relationship with. And, you know, um, Kalia pushed Candace and Candace pushed her and, you know, it, it was great. Yeah. 
So WNBA finals, huge narrative with Diana against Candace and you guys win the series three to one. The clinching game is in Chicago. So walk us through that day and night. I believe Anthony was also in attendance. He was, he, um, I hadn't seen, I had seen Anthony cause he was here for the NBA combine, but I had not seen his wife or the boys. It would have been two years in December because of COVID. Right. And so he called and he said, mom, I got your hotel room downtown with us. We're flying in tonight and we're going to go to the game, but we got to fly out right after the game tomorrow. And that, that's awesome. And yeah. her other brother and his wife wanted to come, but they're doctors and you don't just last minute say, Hey, we're going to Chicago <laughs> for the game. You know, you have yeah. to, it takes a little more plotting and planning. So they weren't able to make it, but, um, Anthony and, and was here and, um, it was, it was very, very exciting. Um, that final game didn't start off the greatest, you know, we had some struggles, but they never gave up. They hung in there. They kept fighting. They stayed close enough. You know, they kept working and, um, it was just, it was really amazing, you know, to see them, to see them win and to see the, the joy and the happiness in their faces for something that they had worked for so long. Was it, were there any differences to you seeing her win the title in 2016 versus 2021? You're at home. Yeah. You know, they won the other one in Minnesota. Yeah. So the celebration was a little different. Yeah. You know, they still had one. It was still a great (laughs) celebration, but it's a little different when you're doing it in front of your fans, the, the arena was the last three games were completely sold out. You, you know, my friends were like, Oh, you can get a ticket. Okay. We'll go see, you know? <laughs> and so one of my friends called and said, I tried to get a ticket. It was $1,900. I said, I told you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you cannot find a ticket. And it was so awesome to see Chicago support, you know, Scotty Pippen came, Chance the Rapper was there. Justin Fields was there. Um, a, a bunch of people. You know, a bunch of DeMar DeRozan, a lot of the Bulls, you know, all came and supported. And it was awesome to see, um, to see that. And, you know, being at home is different, you know. Your crowd can pick you up and they can lift you. And, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was really funny because, you know, it was still close at the end. And um, we were shooting a free throw and Candace kind of began to cry. And Allie said, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And she said, yes, it is. They don't have any time timeouts left. And, and, and they have to go the full length of the court in two seconds. It's over. Yep. Yep. And I said, that's Candace constantly thinking. <laughs> She's like, they have no timeouts. You know, they can't call timeouts and advance the ball. And so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, uh, Diana and Skylar Diggins both came over. And, you know, yes. hug the players and, you know, um, said, you know, how happy they were for for the team and also for Candace, you know, um, you know, they were they were happy. And so that was really nice to see them, you know, do that because they're two fierce competitors. Yeah, I, I, as we're watching this, you know, on TV and we see, like you're saying, the players that come up to them show respect and, you know, it was a great game and, you know, what I mean, they're all hugging each other. For me, the most memorable hug is when she ran to you and then after Layla. So what was that like for you? I mean, you're sitting there. I, I mean, didn't see her coming. 
I was so excited and I had turned, you know, and um, to, I don't even remember who I was getting ready to hug, but I had turned and she hit me and I was like, I thought I was going to, it's a good thing I had a good footing or I'd been on the floor. I was so happy for her. And she was just sobbing. And, and um, when she went back out, I said, lay, lay, your mom wants you. And that was what really was just so special to me. Um, it was, you know, she's like, mom, you did it. You did it. And, you know, and Candace was like, we did it, Lay. And she's look at Chicago. Everybody showed up. Look at this. And, you know, Layla was just overwhelmed. She was so happy. Aww. She I mean, didn't take so- that mask off, though. <laughs> I don't blame Layla. So it's so beautiful for us, the public, to witness her relationship, their relationship, Candace and Layla. How, in your eyes, did Candace have the strength to evolve into a mom and raise a child and maintain such a wonderful career at the same time? Well, she has a great support system. You know, not just myself. You know, she has she has friends and family that step up. You know, when I'm not out there. She, and uh, she has people that can help her or that will. And, um, and that, you know, that makes a big difference. You know, it really does. Um, I felt like when Layla was young, I tried to always be there because then you have peace of mind and you can do what you have to do because you know, I'm going to take care of it, you know, and um, not that you don't know somebody else, but you know how I'm going to take care of her. And sometimes I'm a little too strict, but that's better than being too loose, you know? So but she, um, you know, and she brings Layla along. She wants her to see, you know, the path. And uh, Layla started basketball tryouts Monday. And awesome. so it was so funny. Candace posted on um, Instagram yesterday. She, Candace was in her office working and Layla was out in front of the office dribbling. She said, whoa, what is this? <laughs> she got the ball and she's dribbling on her own, you know. And so she's getting ready. Was, <laughs> it was really cute. It was really cute to see. I, I asked her, I said, Lay, do you, do you want to play basketball? She said, you know, honey, I do, but I don't know if I want to be a pro. I said, how about you make the high school team? <laughs> how did you get to pro? You know, and I think some of the, when you're young like that, the things that you, you, you may not be comfortable with way bigger than when you get older and you understand the process, you know? Right. You know, she sees how hard her mom works. She sees her mom when she comes down for breakfast, her mom has already been out in the weight room working out for an hour. And then she gets in the car and takes her to school. And, you know, she sees the work that Layla, that Candace does. And to an 11, 12 year old, it's like, whoa, I don't know if I can do all that. But you know what? I love that because she's so involved because this has been something that she's witnessed and seen from birth. Because, Absolutely. you know what I mean? She was born into the basketball world. So this is, she understands a lot about basketball and she understands a lot about success or what it, what needs to be done to be successful. Um, so I'm, I guess in my brain, I'm thinking she, she has that option to make that decision better than a lot of other kids because she's like, well, I see this every single day. So it's either I want in or I want out, but at least she understands a little bit more than others as to what it really takes yeah. to become she's just comfortable she's very yeah. comfortable she's very tall Layla's six one and she's 12. Six one. wow and she's very comfortable being tall she's very comfortable having bigger feet one of her teachers at the other school her old school told her said you have big feet she said I gotta stand up 
In other words, you know, I'm not little like you. I can't have little feet. I'll tip over, you know. And she's very, very comfortable being tall. And um, when Candace and I, when before COVID, um, she played a little bit. She was 10 then, 11. And she played a little bit. And every now and then, Candace and I go, where'd that come from? She'd come down and do something. It's like, where'd she get that, you know? And so she is watching. And she, you know, when she didn't have the skill really to play too much, she could block shots. So she loved doing that. So, yeah. You know, she's, mm. it'll be interesting to see how she grows and what she does. And she has a rim in her backyard so she can go shoot if she wants to. And, um, you know, I just don't want anybody to put pressure on her, you know. Okay. Um, you know, I, uh, sometimes you can measure up and, and sometimes you're never going to measure up to what people expect. That's and right. so you have to be comfortable you know, um, with yourself. That's the thing we tried to tell Candace at a young age when she was getting all the attention. These are people's opinions of them and they're good. So you want to listen. Now, what happens when the bad ones come? Do you want to listen to those? So don't listen to any of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't pay attention to any of it. You know, you be the barometer of which your success is measured. I love that advice. And it's so true. So true. You have to weigh what you're going to listen to. You get all these rankings. Oh, you're the number one number one ranked player in, in this class. Uh, well, four years from now, you don't even play. Yeah. You know, it just depends on, you know, the work and what you do. And um, no. I don't know. That is very, very true. So you have experienced the basketball industry on many different levels as your kids play different roles, such as their players, GMs, broadcaster, podcaster, influencer, and more. I mean, most only get to experience this journey from the player perspective. So to date, what have you learned and enjoyed the most about being a basketball mom with all of this knowledge that you have around you? I think it's nice and it's fun to watch your children grow. Um, you know, from where they were. I love my conversations with Anthony relative to basketball because they're so much different than my conversations with Candace or Marcus or anyone else because he's an assistant GM for the Magic now. And so he, his perspective and what he's looking for and his, how he measured, I told him, I said, when did you get to be such a tough critic? And, you know, I said, my goodness, you know, because I'll, I'll tell him, he'll say, mom, what do you think about this player? And I'll tell him, he goes, yeah, but and I'm like, no, I disagree. I disagree, you know, and, you know, we'll laugh. But it's it's so much fun to watch them grow and and to see them, you know, step out and become who they are. And um, true to form, Anthony and Candace have always been the two that have absolutely loved basketball. Absolutely. Marcus did, but not like that. You know, now he really is doing well. He has a girls basketball program in um, Tampa and his oldest daughter is playing and his middle daughter. And he's been coaching for, I don't know, five, maybe five years. He's had the program and he's had some really good players do really good things. And um, one thing that makes my heart full is all the parents always say how patient he is and how much their kids have learned from him. Yeah. He's not the coach on the sidelines yelling and screaming, you know, 
You know, he's the one that will take you out and talk to you. You know, he doesn't pay attention to the refs. The refs make terrible calls. You know, you got the coaches screaming at him and stuff. And he's he's like, I can't change it. So I'm just yeah. going to figure out how to avoid it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really proud of how he has, you know, uh, brought basketball into his world while still being a radiologist by night. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anthony as a GM. Assistant. Yes. He was I... a GM for Lakeland, but he's the assistant for the Magic. So I'm really proud of him. That's a real nice, you know, a real nice promotion for him. Yeah. So I actually seen him in the summertime at the um, uh, Summer League. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I was sitting in a restaurant and with, um, with a bunch of moms. And one of them says, that's Anthony Parker. Where? And then I see the Lakeland Magic <laughs> team coming in <laughs> and they sat right next to us. <laughs> and it was so funny. I was like, wow, that's Anthony Parker. And then Did if, you go and, say hi? No, I didn't. I was too shy. And it was funny. I know, I know. But <laughs> he would have just—he would have just shook your hand or given you a hug and said, "It's nice to meet you." Especially since you, since you know the relationship yes. he'd had with your son. I know, I know. I didn't want to go bother him. And it was funny. Two weeks before that, I went to um, the Basketball Hall of Fame, and I took a picture of myself and a life-size Candace Parker. <laughs> So I was telling my son, he says, see, you met the Parkers. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. So, <laughs> so I, always, I always try to tell Anthony and Candace that they should coach. I said, this, uh, this administration stuff is great. But I said, you guys, and I said, you should coach kids that have a chance to really experience and enjoy and learn from, you know, kids get to, unfortunately, college and even the pros and they don't think they have anything to learn and you've only scratched the surface and if you have a really good coach and the successful coaches they continue to teach their their players you know absolutely and so I always tell Ken she said I don't have patience (laughs) (laughs) you know what she's right because it takes a special type of coach to really show what it is to be a pro or to help or to, you know what I mean? Because like you said, a lot of these kids, they figure from high school, yeah, I'm going to be in the NBA. Yeah, I know all. And then when they get to college, it's a shock. Or when they don't get to college, they're the only, one in the, they're the only ones in the gym shocked <laughs> that they're not making a and college the, roster. Anthony wouldn't tell them he would be kind. And I mean, he would be nice. Candace would just say, you're not good. I mean, if you want to be good, you have to go out and do this and this and this. You're just not good right now. Your parents think you're good, but you're not, you know, (laughs) and she would tell them, you know, she got it honest, but yeah, sometimes you got to keep it raw. (laughs) No, you have to, because if you're not, if you're not honest with them, you know, you're cheating them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, you're, You're, you're cheating. Go ahead. You know, you're cheating them, you know, they have to um, they have to learn to work hard and they have to. I think one thing um, Candace always says over and over and over again to young people is when she got to Tennessee, one of the things that Pat has always said, I will not start your engine. Yeah. I, I will not start your engine. You know, so if you can't get yourself going, you're in trouble here. That's it. That's it. I love that. And it's so true. You have got to want to do it yourself. You're the player. I do not coach effort. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So 
Let's talk about Candace's podcast called Moments, a podcast that celebrates parenthood. So how is it for you to listen to the very person you raised about parenting? Like, how does that come for a circle for you? (laughs) Sometimes it's really funny. I'm like, really? (laughs) You know, but again, you know, it gives me insight into her the way she's thinking because when I'm with her and Layla we don't agree on everything I'm like no or yes you need you know she's like no mom you know and I have to remember it's her child and it's it's hard because sometimes when I've been entrusted with being her caregiver you know it's instinct well can I do no not right now and Candace is looking at me like you do see me sitting here you know (laughs) and so I have to try to remember you know when I'm I'm caregiver here and I'm grandma here and you know you got to make sure and because she's a great mom she doesn't need me to make her decisions (laughs) and it's so cool to hear her conversation with Tia Mowry and with Michael Strahan and and Adrian and Chris Bosch and all the different you know um, parents that she's spoken with um, to hear their perspective and how they do things yeah and what they see and what they, you know, what is so special to them. And she talked to dads, not just mom. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and that's, it's awesome to hear her perspective, you know what I mean? Because she's raising her daughter, you know what I mean? Through the eyes of, well, her own eyes, right? And plus she's, she's looking at it like, okay, I was raised like this. Let me take this and put it, you know what I mean? And, and mold it to my child. And of course she's going to put her own, Throw parenting skills on it too, but when you look Absolutely. at it, it's really what how you raised her. And and it's funny you're saying that where sometimes as grandmas you gotta take it back a bit. And but I laugh when I'm with my son and the kids, you know what I mean? And my granddaughter, you know, the youngest one, she's she's two and a half or almost three, and she'll ask for a cookie. And when she asks for it, she's staring at me, but everybody's in the room staring at me now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sometimes I don't care. Yeah. Sometimes Candace is like, mom, really? Really? Yeah, really. I'm grandma today. I have to be caregiver and say no and be strict on everything else. Yeah, yeah you, you can, you want to, yeah. But Layla's not into sweets that much. Hers is a little extra time on the phone or the iPad yeah. or, you know, stay up a little bit later, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, sometimes grandma, you know, you get to do things that grandmas you don't get to do at home. Yeah, you know what? You just have to pull rank. <laughs> Say, yes, you're her mom, but I'm your mom. So I'm telling you to tell her no. <laughs> and then I have to be ready to pack my bags and go yep, home. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like, you've been here long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they quietly say, so are you leaving tomorrow? So, <laughs> so my last question to you, which I've asked you before, but now we have a whole other season behind you. But what is it like being the courtside mom to Candace Parker? My chest is bursting with pride um, because she's a better person than she is a ball player. And she's, you know, she's a pretty good ball player. But she, you know, she has a kind, loving heart. And I like that now she has grown into being comfortable. She's not trying to please you or me or everybody else. She's doing what she believes is right and trying to please herself. Yeah. And I think that's maturity. So it's really fun to watch. You know, I 
she was on Ellen last week and I was like, oh my gosh, could you have like told me? She said, well, I told you I was doing it. I just wasn't sure when it was going to be on. I thought, well, I saw it luckily, but you know, she just doesn't, you know, call and tell you, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. You don't know, you know, but I'm really happy to see her have the opportunities that she's having. She took Layla this weekend and she went to Tennessee. She was the grand marshal for their homecoming parade. And Layla got to walk out on, on um, she did the vol walk with the team. And then she got yep. to walk out on the, on the football field with the 100,000 people that are there. And she could just see her smile and she just thought it was so special. And, um, you know, those are experiences and memories that, you know, you just don't, you just don't forget. Yeah, absolutely. And she I... met Peyton Manning, oh. you know, and Monica Abbott, and you know, she, you know, those are great Tennessee athletes. And um, Candace always takes her over to the Pat Summit Memorial so she can, you know, see it and remind her of the pyramid and all of the, you know, all of the things that Pat has always said. Um, Candace re and um, JBL they refurbished the court there for the for a bunch of players and. They went over there and the thing on there, it says left foot, right foot, breathe. You know, that was that was um, Pat saying it. When you think things are that bad, they're not. Put one foot in front of the other and breathe. That's it. That's it. I love that Layla gets to experience all these wonderful things. You know what I mean? And good and good for her and that Candace is taking her along that journey with her. I, I actually saw the, uh, the episode on Ellen and I laughed when Ellen said, I actually um, invited you years ago <laughs> Candace said yep my mom said no <laughs> and she's they like it's Ellen DeGeneres mom you're like I don't care state school <laughs> you know you gotta you got you gotta go to class you know yeah. and she's you know the Ellen wanted her to come out and you know they're like I told you after I think in our last episode after the dunk that you know the front yard was filled with reporters and she wasn't answering the door and you know they wanted her to you know, do this and do that and go here and go there. And no, going to go to class. And so, yeah. You know what? I love how you as mom, you kept her grounded because it's so easy for our kids to get sucked in into this media. Yes, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, it's a beautiful interview. However, they ain't coming to write your exams for you or come in the class for you or doing these things for you. You have to still go to school and you have to realize that that's more important. I mean, look, 15 years later, she still went on the show anyway, and she's as fantastic or even more fantastic. She was 15 years ago. So I love the fact that for you, you're like, no, go to class. <laughs> well, you know, cause I'll tell you what you flunk out of school and they'll be talking about you on those yeah. shows about yeah. how you didn't take care of business and do the things you were supposed to do. And yeah, you it's know, so true. So, Would you want to go on Ellen then? <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be, they're not going to call. That's for sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, but you know, she got to do it. She got to do quite yeah. a few things. And so, yes. um, you know, she, uh, she was 15, I think when she went to France and played in an international tournament, and, you know, she got to do some, some pretty neat things. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, I love Candace's journey thus far. Uh, she's very interesting to to watch, and and you know what I mean. I love listening to her. Um, everything she's doing is so positive, and she's just that player, that persona that 
little girls should mimic and follow um, because her life is just all about success and it's about love and it's about passion. So to me, kudos to you, mom. Congratulations on your wonderful, wonderful daughter. And I love the fact that you came today and gave us this update um, oh, on thank Candace. you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I, um, Candace definitely wants to impact little girls and little boys. Yeah. You know, yeah. she, um, she wants everybody, you know, it's not gender specific. Everybody can use the, the tools to be successful. Yes. Now it's, it's harder for us. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know, we have to, we have to show up on two levels, but, um, you know, she's, I'm really proud of her. It was a fantastic year. Um, you know, I know that she's got more days behind her than ahead, you know, and so it's, you know, she's, she's enjoying her journey for right now. She loves what she's doing on TV as an analyst. You yes. know, she's, she's having a great time with that. So, yeah. It, it, yeah. it's fun to watch it really is I, I love watching her she's holding her own and she's doing her thing and uh, for me it's just her knowledge of the sport I appreciate that you mm -hmm. know what I mean just listening to her and 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 what she's talking about and people are like oh she was never in the NBA what does she know about the NBA and I'm just like she knows a lot she's a basketball player she gets it she understands so when you look yeah. at our kids that are doing such positive things and then you have other people that just want to comment, you know what I mean? Sometimes you, like you said, ignore the noise and because at the end of the day, she's Candace Parker, so they can say what they want. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? so. that's sweet of you. It's, it's funny. The, I think the number one thing that happens is all boys, men, young men, old men, I want to play you one-on-one, -on -one. you know, <laughs> I want to play you one-on-one. -on -one. I bet I can beat you. Um, I had a, I had a little cousin and that was his thing. He says, do you think, I, I said, why would she play you? You're in high school. What does she have to gain by? I said, you got to earn the right to play somebody. I said, plus she's 35 years old. You want to, you're 15. You want to brag on beating somebody that could be your mom? Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> come on, you know, you know, come on. And so that's the one thing that always, always comes up. And every time you've seen it, whether it's with Candace or Diana or Brittany, or whoever they're challenging, Skylar, they get beat. Yeah. They get beat every time, you know. And yeah. I think Anthony said it best when he was playing in the league and Candace was younger. Um, they said, well, can you beat her? He said, I'm going to tell you something. You guys keep walking around here. He said, I'll come and watch her because she's going to beat you. None <laughs> of you guys here are going to beat her. You know, I'm a pro. I play in the league. I'm not the best one in the league, but I did make it. And I have to work hard to beat her. You're not going to just step. Sorry. That's okay. You're not just going to step up there and beat her. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And so that, it's just funny to me, you know, but I think we're getting to the point now where you see little boys and they love, you know, watching her and they come to the games and have her jersey on and, yes. you know, they want her autograph that's the generation that's growing up not not thinking like that yeah absolutely mm -hmm. you know what candace you know the WNBA players should say they have so much to prove they have in my opinion i find they have so much more to prove than an nba player so for me just the fact that she did what she had to do she plays amazing her career is exactly what she wants it to be or wants it to be, in my opinion. So 
for me, Candace does have to be Candace. She don't got to do nothing to anybody or for anybody but Candace. So I just oh, love, I yeah, it. I love, you. no worries. I love who she stands for as a, as a, as a woman, um, as a mom, you know me as an influencer and as an athlete. So for me, I, once again, congratulations. Your daughter is fantastic. She's amazing. And well, thank you so much. Yeah. And I hope that we both get to meet you one day. Do it naturally. Whoa, whoa.